0: welcome to ghouls night out with your hostesses brandy and jody hello beautiful ghouls welcome this is brandy i'm here with my sister jody hello so what is invisible and smells like carrots um i don't know rabbit farts oh gross (laughs) that was my (laughs) stupid joke for the week okay (laughs) sorry they're getting slim too i mean i can't really find any i always try and find some that are like themed but yeah obviously (laughs) i can't okay so i went back to the um history's greatest mysteries sorry i forgot what that was called and first one the lost dutchman's gold mine in the superstition mountains of arizona there's a legend of a gold mine that can make anyone rich if they find it however the people who go looking for the gold mine usually end up missing or dead
1: it's not really worth it then is it
0: no but i wonder i mean well how is there a legend if nobody's ever found it?
1: Well, it's usually what legend means. It's like it's just stories passed down. Yeah. Probably someone probably told it, it as like a ghost story or something, and then people started passing it around and, and going
0: you know, to look for it, and that then end up, a legend. end up dead. <laughs> oh my god, it's too bad. Yeah. Okay, next one in two thousand five, nineteen year nineteen year old Rayshawn Brazel. I think was murdered. His body parts were scattered in different parts of New York's of the New York subway system. Mm-hmm. Every year on his birthday, Rayshawn's family receives messages with clues about his death. However, the killer has never been caught. Oh my gosh! How horrible! Oh my god! I know that is that is wrong and terrible. And I mean, it's bad enough that he's dead and he was murdered, but to keep bring it like fresh yeah fresh every year giving them clues oh well this that's terrible that person's going to hell fuck yeah there's gonna be a special place uh next one is db cooper In 1971, a man called D.B. Cooper hijacked a Northwest Airlines flight by claiming that he had a bomb in his briefcase. He forced the plane to land in Seattle and kept the passengers hostage. He demanded $200,000 in parachutes. Once he got what he wanted, he told the pilot to fly towards Mexico. They were being followed by police airplanes, but D.B. Cooper still somehow managed to jump out of the back door with a parachute no one saw him jump and he was never seen again the fbi opened an investigation on him and still found nothing which i mean to this day people have guesses on who he was and you know but nobody knows and i think in uh well fairly recently i'm going to say in the last 30 years or so they found money that supposedly Part of of the two hundred thousand dollars that they he probably did. fell and died he probably did and i think that's or like yeah i think that's what they thought that yeah. he the parachute didn't open or you know something. whatever yeah, yeah. something <laughs> um okay next one by far the largest statue that has survived from the ancient world is the great sphinx of giza Giza, Giza, mm-hmm, Giza, Giza. Uh, has been perplexing archaeologists for many years. The Sphinx was only rediscovered in 1905. Before that, it was covered in sand, and we have no way of knowing what its creators called the statue. Hmm. It's very interesting. The whole Egyptian
1: yeah f-
0: pyramids and how they built it and all that stuff is just so fascinating. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I think it's one of those things that. Like, it doesn't matter what we do. We will never know. Like, for sure, you know? Yeah. Uh, next one. In July 1518, a woman named Frau Trophia you something, turned onto a narrow street in Strasburg and was suddenly compelled to start dancing. This convulsive, involuntary dancing fever gripped her for days and then began to grip others. About 400 people were infected with the so-called dancing plague over the next month. This was all totally groovy until people started to collapse from exhaustion and die from heart attacks and strokes. This went on until September when the dancers were taken to a mountaintop shrine to pray for absolution. Hmm. I've heard of that. Yeah, and that is so weird. It is very weird. 15, what was it? 1510? Is that what I said? 1518. I mean, who knew they even danced then? (laughs) What? Was there music? 1518? Probably not. I don't know.
1: Well, I'm sure there was music back then. Super weird. music, but...
0: I mean... What the fuck? I don't know. That's weird. That is weird. Uh, Next one. Written sometime in the 15th or 16th century in Central Europe. This mysterious folio is painstakingly illustrated with strange plants, astrological charts, and naked ladies bathing in some kind of green liquid. It says um, Unbreakable is the title of this. I don't know what script they're talking about, though. Hmm. Uh, it says this script is written in indecipherable language that has eluded historians and cryptographer, crypt, cryptographers. Cryptographers. I don't know. <laughs> don't say cryptographers. <laughs> it sounds
1: like that one. Um, I don't remember what it was called though. It says one percent or
0: God. Okay, this <laughs> one recent purported purported solution claims the manuscript was a woman's health manual but this claim has been criticized I don't know what it's talking about though so there's some sort of script that is unknown well,
1: It sounds like that one that
0: you uh, you already talked
1: about it which one a couple times ago I don't I don't remember what it
0: was called though
1: Hmm. I would know it if I saw it
0: mm. but well maybe I'll look it up uh, for next week and do a correction on it anyway next one in 2014 a doctor named james mcgroen went on a winter hiking trip using split snowboards on the snowy trails of vale colorado he brought his fully charged cell phone a GPS, and survival, survival gear, not to mention two friends to hike with. James was athletic, so he got farther ahead on the trail. His friends could not find him. Despite the fact that there was snow on the ground, no one could see any signs of James's tracks. A week later, James's body was found, but he would have had to climb several mountains and many miles to get there. When the rescue team found his body, they discovered that his phone still worked and he should have been able to call for help. Ooh, that's weird. That is weird. Several mountains and many miles away. It almost sounds like a... Like a time slip. Or, yeah. Like a portal. He stepped into yeah, a portal. Some kind
1: of... Ended up on a
0: different mountain. Oh my god, That is <laughs> so weird. And creepy. That sucks. And we can't even ask him what happened. Okay. Next one. In the summer of 1483, two young boys, Edward V of England and Richard of Shrewsbury, were locked in the Tower of London and never seen again. They th- thought to have been murdered. They were the sons of Edward Fourth and Queen Elizabeth Woodville. And the prime suspect has always been their uncle, Richard III. Although evidence has always been circumstantial. In 1647, tower workmen unearthed a box containing two small skeletons that were presumed to, belo- to belong to the princes. However, new evidence suggests that these skeletons were not related to Richard, creating one more mystery. Huh. Hmm. Crazy. Crystal skulls exist. This real-life archeolog- archaeological a- uh, enigma isn't just kooky brainchild of Spielberg and Lucas. Long rumored to have originated in Maya and Inca civilizations, there are some who claim that these carved objects have healing qualities or are catches, caches maybe, of ancient wisdom. Scientific research has concluded, however, that they were most likely produced in Europe in the 19th century, but by whom and for what purpose remains a mystery. It's crazy. So the Indiana Jones movies were real? It was based on real, yeah, mm-hmm. real things. Which, I mean, weren't all of them based on real things? Man, probably. I don't
1: know. I never got into
0: that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just hot (laughs) Mm paleontologists. I was into that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Built between 4,000 and 5,000 years ago, Stonehenge is one of the most enigmatic. enigmatic ancient monuments in the world presumably built and used for ceremonial purposes the exact function of the monument remains a mystery as does the question of how those huge stones were transported 260 kilometers across prehistoric Britain however new research shows Stonehenge was likely a part of the complex of ritualistic structures including ancient burial mounds and processional routes which I've seen like pictures where they think that this um you know how it's like just the heads or no that's um that's like Easter Island yeah that never mind sorry
1: wrong thing well where did those come from yeah I know some things are huge
0: well I've saw I've seen like some people think that those like the rest of the bodies are under the earth really yeah i've seen pictures of you know like they it was obviously drawn but but yeah they think just the heads are sticking out and like there's still so much more underneath the ground that would be freaky yeah which i wonder if they're going to come up at some point in these anyway um next one located south of lima peru the stunning geoglyphs of Nazca cover an astounding span of land and can only be really appreciated from the air. Mm, Yeah, I've heard about these. The geoglyphs depict distinct animal shapes and other, there's that word again, enigmatic figures. Enigmatic. Is that right? Yeah. And we still don't know how or why they were created. Yeah, those are weird too. What is it?
1: They're like, it's, well, kind of what it reminds me of is,
0: um, is
1: it crop circles? Kind of like crop circles. Yeah, I've not. seen. Yeah, I've it's seen those. It's big, like
0: giant bugs. Yeah, and isn't there birds, like a spaceman too? Uh, I don't know if there's a spaceman. There's, there's a spaceman. There's birds
1: and stuff, but yeah. you can only you can only see them from
0: yeah above. It's crazy. And they were
1: made like
0: how long ago? I don't know. It said some. Hold on. Um, it doesn't say when. Well, it was a long time ago. Yeah when way before Uh, airplanes uh, yeah well i mean they still don't know how or why they were created when probably they probably don't even know when they were created probably not that is crazy i know crazy okay next one is men in tights he's the arc oh god there's so many tights yeah i can't i don't there's words on here i can't pronounce today (laughs) Uh, so outlaw with a heart of gold, but we still have no idea of the real Robin Hood, or if ever, or if he ever existed at all. Several men could have been the inspiration for the legend, and historical evidence puts him all over the map. Maybe even the hardest to trace, Robert was a common name at the time, and both makers and wearers of hoods were often called Hood. Personally. I'll continue to think of him as a talking fox. <laughs> so, I guess I love that show. Oh my god, Robin Hood yes. was my one of my favorite Disney movies growing up. Oh, and I know. then have you ever seen Men in Tights the parody? Oh my gosh, yes. I Oh my god, <laughs> it is the funniest and then the best Robin Hood is with Kevin Costner. Oh yeah. Uh, hands yeah. down, I that's the best one. Yeah. But oh my gosh, that I mean there's so many. Uh-huh. Robin Hood characters and like they said who knows if he ever existed but there's probably a bunch of people that he you know either he took on you know their personality mm-hmm. or vice versa but robbing the rich just to feed the poor It's great okay next one is um more things i can't pronounce mm-hmm. Grand Duchess Anastasia Nikolaevna of Russia, daughter of Tsar Nicholas II, the sovereign last sovereign of Russia. Uh, was presumed to have been executed along with the rest of her family on July 17th of 1917 during Russia's revolution. Rumors of her escape circulated and even though rem- the remains presumed to be hers have been found. Skeptics and conspiracy theorists still surmise that she may have escaped. What's more, several m- women have come forward over the years claiming to be the deceased Duchess. The most famous was Anna Anderson who surfaced in 1920. She devoted her life to a lengthy legal battle trying to prove her identity, which became the longest-running court case in German history from 1938 to 1973. She was never able to establish her identity as Grand Duchess Anastasia. That's because she's not. I guarantee Anastasia died with the rest of her family. Just like they thought. If they found her body, I mean, come on. Too bad they didn't have DNA back then. Yeah, no shit. Well, they did, but they didn't know. Well, that yeah. They did. But yeah, I mean, uh, they even made a freaking Disney movie oh, about I know. it. I mean, I know. it's going to bring that up. It's insane. Which it's actually kind of it's kind of interesting because Rasputin's in it, and like yeah. it's a real thing, and it's a freaking Disney movie. It's yeah. kind of crazy. Um, but yeah i guarantee anastasia died with the rest of her family and i don't understand why it's been such a mystery i I mean anyway why yeah why why does anyone care well i mean obviously if you're a duchess and you're heir to this family you get a fortune and i guarantee that's the only reason yeah so which? god get a job (laughs) um (laughs) next one the Irish crown jewels were stolen from Dublin Castle in 1907 and would be worth about $20 million today if we could ever find them. The mystery remains unsolved, although a relative of the renowned explorer Ernest Shackleton was chief suspect. So, I don't know what that is. but Why would you worry about stealing something that you know you couldn't do anything with? Seriously! I mean, it's like it's like go to a pawn shop yeah i've got this this uh crown <laughs> i really don't know where i just found it yeah it was like in my wall <laughs> is it worth anything <laughs> 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 it'd be like yeah hold on Here's let me the, call I call some bucks. people and then they'd get mad because they know it was way worth way yeah. that. yeah stupid next one between 1200 and uh, 1150 BCE, which I don't know what the fuck that is, mm. every major culture in the eastern Mediterranean basin collapsed into ruin, marketing the start of what has been called the, dark, the Greek Dark Ages. Thing is, we have no idea what happened. Many theories have put forward to determine the cause of the collapse, from volcanic activity to climate change to advanced weaponry. All we know for sure is that this wasn't a great time to be alive. Hmm. Very interesting. Who knows? That was such a long time ago. It could have been anything. Yeah. It's probably a dinosaur. <laughs> um, in 19... 19- no. No. <laughs> In 1799, a man named McGinnis discovered a sinkhole in the ground off of Oak Island, off of Nova Scotia. Believing there to be buried treasure, he began digging and discovered layer of flagstones. This kicked off a two century long tradition of treasure sinking in the area and just enough evidence has been found to, pe- to keep people digging. Among the discoveries were a set of stone inscriptions, which allegedly trans- translated as 40 feet below lie to 2 million pounds. No treasure has been found despite all this, but the hunt continues to this day.
1: Well, yeah, they have a TV show. They
0: do. Them. And I... Th- I've always wanted to watch it, but I never did. Yeah, I've never watched. S- it but it it seems very interesting. yeah, like I but it's one of those that I think it would be better if you started from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I know it's been going on for years and yeah. I'm just like, Ugh. Yeah. you know I don't want to start now. Um, next one. Early on the morning of February ninth, 1855, residents of Devon Country, England, awoke to find a single line of cloven, hoof-like marks in the deep snow, almost as if they had been burned there. Ooh. The marks were found over a distance of a hundred miles. People speculated that it could have been any number of different animals or rain or weather balloon dragging an implement, but more superstitious among them preferred to believe that the footsteps were left there by the devil himself. There were even reports that the hooves stopped right on the threshold of people's houses. Yeah, I've heard that. Deepy. Um, next one is the Zodiac Killer Mm -hmm. famous for goading the police with cryptic letters supposedly containing information leading to his identity, the Zodiac Killer murdered at least five people in North California in the 1960s and early 1970s Arthur Lee Allen was the Prime suspect but the evidence didn't stack up to this day the killer's identity remains a mystery during the killer's spree police actually unknowingly crossed paths with the murderer but failed to recognize or detain him crazy what an asshole mm-hmm. and the last one for these for this week is the mothman between November 12, 1966, and December 15, 1967, numerous sightings of a huge bird like creature with glowing red eyes were reported near Point Pleasant, West Virginia. The creature was dubbed the Mothman, and some residents claim to be haunted by it ever since. Skeptics have dismissed the Mothman as a hoax or as mass illusion while others have claimed that the creature was linked in some mysterious way with the collapse of the silver bridge in point pleasant in december of 1967 that killed 46 people including some mothman witnesses how do they know they saw him if they died unless uh,
1: maybe they reported it before the
0: accident oh maybe oh that'd be so creepy yeah Those were my history's greatest mysteries for the week. I think I'm getting to the end of those. I don't know how many there are left, but I know there's still some. Okay.
1: I did Ghosts of Minnesota. All right. Washington Street Bridge. Washington Street Bridge was built in the latter half of the 1960s, spanning the Mississippi River and connecting the East and West Bank campuses of the University of Minnesota. The bridge has two decks, the bottom for vehicles and the top for pedestrians and cyclists. The bridge is something of a hot spot for suicides and is now said to be haunted by the spirits of those who jumped to their death, including Professor John Berryman, who committed suicide there in 1972, Students crossing the bridge say they often hear phantom footsteps at night and feel as though someone is watching them from the shadows.
0: Ooh, I not like that.
1: <laughs> the Fitzgerald Theater. The Fitzgerald Theater in St. Paul has long been considered one of the most haunted places in Minnesota. There are various unexplained phenomena that have been reported here, but most of them are pinned on a former stagehand known only as Ben it is believing that ben died in the theater in the 1940s and he seems to have been hanging around ever since his shadow has often been spotted moving up in the workings of the stage and cold spots are felt near an old entrance which has been boarded up for years staff often say they can hear ben dropping his empty beer bottles He is considered pretty harmless for the most part, but on one occasion he did almost kill two workers when he dropped a massive chunk of plaster on them from an overhead catwalk. Oh, shit. Thankfully, they both managed to jump out of the way at the last minute.
0: Okay. Is he having a a bad day?
1: He must have been. He was throwing a temper (laughs) tantrum. The Warden's House. Over the years, there have been 13 different wardens from Stillwater State Prison who have occupied this house. However, the one resident who seems to have decided to stick around is Warden Henry Wolfer's daughter. The story goes that Gertrude had just given birth to a son when she died suddenly of appendicitis. The little boy was sent to live with the warden up until the Wolfer's moved out in 1914. It seems that Gertrude may have gone with her son to his grandfather's house, but she did not leave when he did. In fact, from 1914 until the present day, there have been persistent reports of a lady wandering the rooms of the house in search of her infant son sometimes she is seen looking out of the windows and at other times a cradle in the upstairs bedroom rocks on its own
0: oh no i don't like that oh my god
1: um i think it this is four paws restaurant okay Um, The building in St. Paul, which now houses Fourpaw's restaurant, was once a three-story Victorian mansion that wholesale magnate Joseph Fourpaw built for his family. However, in 1892, things took a tragic turn for the family. Mrs. Fourpaw is said to have discovered her husband in bed with the family maid, Molly. Poor Paul shot himself when his wife ended the marriage and his mistress, Molly, was heartbroken. She was apparently pregnant with his child and ended up hanging herself from a chandelier in one of the bedrooms. Oh
0: my fucking God. That's terrible. (laughs) Oh my God.
1: Both Joseph and Molly are said to haunt the restaurant today. The two of them have been seen walking through the dining areas, but it is Molly who seems to be the most active. (laughs) She is said to bang on the insides of walls and to smash glasses. Patrons have also smelled her favorite lavender perfume at times. She is especially mischievous around Halloween, which was Molly's favorite time of the year while she was alive. When you
0: said, when you said four paws, uh-huh. I thought it was two words. Oh. Four paws. And then when you said Mrs. Four Paws, I like lost it. <laughs> no, it's weird. It's spelled
1: F-O-R-E-P-A-U-G-H. Huh. maybe it's four
0: pog maybe i don't know i thought i thought it was like you know like a cat has four paws <laughs> <laughs> you said mrs four paws and i was like that's <laughs> <laughs> no, like grandma hand uh, yeah.
1: paws and hands everywhere <laughs> greyhound bus museum the greyhound bus museum in hibbing is probably not the first place you might think of when it comes to a haunted location but nevertheless it is one of the most haunted places in minnesota staff at the museum say that one particular scenic cruise 4501 is home to a spirit who frequently opens and closes the windows and doors of the bus there are also regular sightings of strange shadows flitting around on board the nine bus And the voice of a little girl has been heard in the shadows between the old vehicles on display here.
0: That is crazy. Where did you say that was?
1: In Hibbing, Minnesota. Did you say it was a bus? Yeah, Greyhound Bus
0: Museum. Oh, the museum. Yeah. Because I was thinking how terrifying, like, something that small. Oh, just a bus? Yeah, Yeah, and being haunted. No, it's the museum. That's creepy.
1: Well, it's, it's creepy anyway. Yeah. Uh, first avenue perhaps one of the most grisly paranormal tales comes from minneapolis in the iconic first avenue music venue it is said that a blonde woman took her uh, took her own life in the fifth stall of the ladies bathroom by hanging herself on occasion she has shown herself to be to unlucky patrons who see her bloated apparition still hanging there from her makeshift noose however she is not alone in the venue Staff have nicknamed another spirit Slippy. This particular entity is said to make a balloon a balloon appear from nowhere, which then floats up and down the staircases on its own. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. There's also a great deal of other unexplained activity, including equipment malfun- malfunctions and random destruction of property.
0: you say like a music venue? Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah, First Avenue Music Venue. Why the fuck would someone hang themselves at a music venue? I don't know. It's like apparently that's all women did back in the day my my boyfriend dumped me he was dancing with that other girl stupid
1: (laughs) gibbs farmhouse another one of the most haunted places in minnesota which can be found in st paul is gibbs farmhouse in 1867 a nine-year-old willie gibbs faced a raging prairie fire that threatened to engulf the family farmhouse The house was spared, but sadly young Willie died of smoke inhalation soon afterwards. However, he appears to have stuck close to his family home, which is now a museum, and his spirit is every bit as boisterous as you might expect the average nine-year-old boy to be. He is known to remove toys from locked display cabinets and leaves them scattered across the floor for staff to tidy away. He also likes to open and close cabinet doors, and he is capable of making quite a noise rocking back and forth in a rocking chair upstairs. No! That, Some even claim to have seen his little face peering at them from the windows as they walk by. Oh, That man. is creepy.
0: Yeah. I don't Anything moving on its own? No. I'm good. Especially like rocking chairs. Uh, oh, that was just too creepy. Yeah.
1: I don't like that. The Palmer House Hotel... The Palmer House Hotel has long been known as one of the most haunted places in Minnesota. Reports of paranormal have been made since the 1950s and there have been a variety of unexplained occurrences in the building. Some of these include an apparition of a young boy, a ball bouncing down the stairs, disembodied voices, and some poltergeist activity. There have also been reports that the ghost of famous author Sinclair Lewis may also be haunting the building. It's a lot of author ghosts. Mm-hmm. That's weird. It is weird. They must be troubled. Um, Wabash Street Caves. During the Prohibition era, these caves were said to host a number of famous figures, including John Dillinger and Ma Baker, when they used to use when they were used as a speakeasy. However, not everyone left the caves alive. It is said that the caves are now haunted by the spirit. The spirits of three gangsters who were murdered in a back room and buried under the cement floors. The owner has frequently encountered men in 20 style attire as well as strange mists floating through the, wa- the halls. There is also said to be a ghostly bartender who will refill empty wine glasses. That's where we're going. <sighs>
0: Oh my gosh that would be so <laughs> awesome be like no it'd be at the point where you'd be like wait did i drink that or did it- <laughs> oh look it's full again <laughs> i'm not paying for this because i didn't order it <laughs> it just filled up on its own i don't know <laughs> they'd be like um yeah right yeah you're cut off <laughs> Others
1: have spotted the apparition of a madam known as Nina Clifford, who appears wearing period dress. Minneapolis City Hall Minneapolis City Hall was the site of historic execution. In 1898, John Moschick was the last man to be hanged at City Hall. His death will be remembered not just for being the last, but also because the execution was particularly brutal. The process was bungled, and Moschick took three minutes to die. His crime had been murdering a man over a very measly $14. Oh, God. It is said that today, Moshek's angry spirit haunts three locations in City Hall the courtroom in which he was convicted, the mayor's office, and the site of his hanging. He seems to have mood swings because of his most harmless. Because at his most harmless, he is known to rearrange pictures or appear to staff or prisoners dressed only in his undergarments. <laughs> but on his worst days, he has made judges and attorneys severely ill. Oh, shit. In his underwear. <laughs>
0: He's just like, fuck it. His orbs were showing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, his orbs were showing. <laughs>
1: Gray Cloud Island. One of the key features of Gray Cloud Island is that it has the highest concentration of Native American burial mounds of anywhere in the United States. These days, the island is very sparsely populated, and the residents do not take kindly to ghost hunters. So much so that some have claimed to be run off the island by a man in a white truck. However, this does not stop a large number of ghost stories coming off the island. There are reports of a transparent motorcyclist, a young woman weeping for her deceased infant, and a plethora of other ghosts. Perhaps strangest of all are the rumors about why the residents are so protective of their island. Some say that the church camp on the island is a cult or even a secret KKK camp. Oh, shit. And that's all I
0: got. All right. Oh, uh, I forgot what I did. Shit. Oh, okay, so last week uh your barbecue store barbecue sauce story inspired me to look up more time slip Mm -hmm. stories so i got a few of these and they do seem to be a little lengthy so just bear with me first one, I just got done eating dinner and I was feeling awfully tired. It was 8.06, but I decided to go to bed early anyways. I slept really good and woke up at about 7. I noticed something strange outside my window, almost as if the buildings and my neighbor's houses were slightly a different color. Then again, I just woke up, so I decided to have some Cheerios. I went to go get some milk from the fridge and... uh, However, I was out of milk. What the hell, I said loudly to myself. I was a little angry that I was out of milk, but I decided to go to the Dollar General store and get some more. I own a motorcycle and a car. I decided to just take my motorcycle. Maybe some fresh air will help me wake up. When I got to the intersection, I noticed that there were no stoplights. There were just those blinking lights or whatever they're called. There was usually stoplights here. I tried to shrug it off and continued to, uh, to the store. The thing that I noticed that was very odd, even though it was supposed to be morning, it looks like the sun was high in the sky in the afternoon. At this point, I was approaching the street the Dollar General was on. When I finally approached the store, I slammed on the brakes. There was a construction site where the Dollar General used to be. At first, I thought, did they tear it down? Why would they? There was a construction worker over at the site, so I parked my motorcycle on the side of the road and went over, not caring if I was supposed to be there or not. Uh, This is how the conversation went. Construction worker, hey, you're not allowed around here. Me, dude, why the hell are you tearing down the Dollar General? Construction worker, huh? How'd you know this is a Dollar General? Mm. Also, we're not tearing it down, we're building it. You need to get out of here. This is authorized personnel only. This is not exactly how the conversation went, but something close to this. When I heard the construction worker say this, I almost fainted. I ran from the area, hopped on my motorcycle, and sped back off to my house. That's when I saw another car in my driveway. I legit felt like I wanted to be in a mental hospital. I didn't have my phone with me, but I got back on my motorcycle and sped off again towards the direction of the Dollar General. This time when I arrived, the sky was dark and Dollar General was there, and there were cars and everything. Everything was back to normal. Ooh, what the hell? I don't know weird i wonder if he was like like sleeping or like half asleep or something i don't know i don't know okay next one the street i live on is a long road and for the last leg of it there are no turns ending in a cul-de-sac last night i was at my friend's house right down the street from me playing video games until about two in the morning I decided it was time to head home, so I started walking towards my house. Where I live is farther in the direction of the cul-de-sac than his. About halfway there, I heard the motor of a large vehicle coming from behind me and headed in my direction. It seemed a bit odd, but who knows. As the sound got close to me, I turned around to see what what it was. I was flustered when I saw the unmistakable headlights and mirrors of a yellow full-size school bus. It seemed to be going awfully fast for this area, definitely breaking the speed limit. As it whipped by me, I got a quick glance of the inside. If you've ever taken a bus in the early morning before the sun comes up, you know that the red emergency exit signs are are sometimes all that's lighting up the inside. That's what the inside looked like, and even though it blew by me in a second, I for sure could see the silhouettes of a bus full of children. Then, about 30 feet ahead of me, the bus came to a stop in front of a house. Two small children got off and walked into the house. I think it was a boy and a girl, but it was very dark and only the brake lights of the bus illuminated the area. It's worth noting that the bus was past the point where there were no more turns, so it had to be headed for the cul-de-sac. It went around the slight bend and out of my line of sight. I got all the way home, which is very close to the end of the street, and the bus never came back around. I decided to walk all the way to the end of the cul-de-sac to see if maybe it was parked there. and Nothing. Hmm. Very weird. Two o'clock in the morning. Like, yeah. Super weird. Kids getting off. Yeah. Yeah. That's not. That's not right. Yeah. Not normal. Something's going on. Okay. This one. Next. When I just turned seventeen, I was alone at home because my parents flew to uh, family members in Poland. We live in a rather small village about four kilometers away from the next bigger village. Since I didn't have a license back then I decided to walk to this next smaller city to buy a few groceries. On my way there I got a message from the old friend who I had been starting to get back in contact with just a few months before this event. She told me she took the day off work because she stayed over at her girlfriend's meaning she was pretty close to my location. I told her what I was doing and she suggested that we should meet up. When I arrived at the Aldi, which is a grocery store. Mm-hmm. It says a grocery store here in Germany. Which oh really? Yeah, that's funny because it's here too. Um, when I arrived at the Aldi, I mentioned or sorry, I messaged her that I am waiting for her in front of the store. A few minutes later, she asked me where I am. I called her since I thought she might know the environment and remember to this day how she said, I'm in the car, standing in the parking lot, right in front of the entrance. I laughed and thought she was either fucking with me or literally ended up somewhere next, uh, somewhere else next to the Aldi. I tapped on the FaceTime button and her face appeared on the screen. I showed her the parking lot and how it looks and hoped that she would remember where to drive. I thought that she was in some other parking lot. She looked concerned and shows me what she is seeing. Now is the part that makes me lose my shit every time I think about it. She films the outside of the store from inside her car, the exact same spot right where I am standing with my own two feet, and no one is there. Oh
1: my gosh, I got chills. I did too.
0: She goes on to show me the cars around her, and they're legit the same cars I see, but she's nowhere to be seen, and it's not like there are a lot of people. It was just me standing there. I lost my shit and told her that I'd walk down the street to another parking lot. She agreed and stayed on the phone. She has uh, the car phone holder, so she set she set up her phone. I watched her leave the parking lot. The background and everything she left was literally where I was i then saw her pull into the parking lot to this day we both don't know what the fuck happened there that is
1: so weird
0: yeah which this person said like at the end she was like sorry my english is not my first language so if it was kind of confusing it was kind of translated a little bit Uh but basically she was standing in front of the store the girl was in the parking lot looking at the store and nobody was there yeah so uh, like what the fuck that's crazy i know Okay, next one, I think this is, yeah, okay, this one's a short one. My bus stop is probably half a mile walk from my house. I get there, and my bus pulls up. We drive away, and and we're on the road to school. The bus intercom radio thing goes off saying school canceled, so we turn around in a random parking lot. I get dropped off, walking back to my house, when my bus pulls up beside me about two minutes after I'd been dropped off my bus driver asked me why am i going back home i studied the bus it's the same bus number as earlier and my driver was wearing the same clothes Ooh. that's fucking weird that's so weird
1: oh my gosh i would have been mad that school wasn't really oh my god i know
0: <laughs> i'd be like damn it i was on my way home <laughs> okay this one is uh, a little lengthy so my friend and I were living in an apartment in a large complex. Every night, i take my dog outside before bed. The building was almost totally surrounded by open lawn, so I did just a single lap around the building as she did her business. The area was open, well lit, and I was never farther than 20 feet from the exterior wall of the building. The walk only took about seven minutes at dog snop and sti- Snop. <laughs> Don't say snop. <laughs> Stop and sniff. Speed shut up. Snop it. Oh my god. I was not expecting that. And that was funny shit. Snap. Okay. Oh my god. Okay, (laughs) you could sprint in less than a minute, okay. One night, right after we finished watching a TV show, so we knew the exact time, I went out to walk the dog and everything was completely normal. No delay, no unexpected hiccups, exactly the same as every other night. But when I walked back in, I took one look at my friend and realized something was terribly wrong. He was in absolute panic. Where, minutes earlier, he'd been lounging in his pajamas, he was now fully dressed, complete with his shoes, and was so drenched in sweat, his shirt was pasted to his back. His eyes were wild, and he looked like he'd been crying. This is a six-foot-four guy, typically unafraid of anything, and he looked scared out of his mind. He ran over, picked me up off my feet in a bear hug, and half screamed, half sobbed, "'Where have you been?' He frantically explained that I had been gone for 45 minutes. After the first 15 he had gotten dressed and gone looking. He lapped the building multiple times never seeing me. He spent 20 minutes running around searching before going back home to get help. I'd taken my phone with me and he didn't have one so I could see that he had several browser pages open trying to find a way to call 911 over the internet. Unfortunately he uh, but fortunately, hadn't been successful. I pulled my phone out of my pocket and showed him that it had, in fact, only been seven minutes. He was stunned, but insisted that he would watched every clock in the room as 45 excruciating minutes ticked by, though now all of them reflected the correct time. None of this made any sense. There was absolutely no way that he would have had, had time to wait, get concerned, get dressed, go outside, search around, give up, come back before I made it back home seven minutes later. Even if he had, he could not possibly have missed me or vice versa when lapping the building. There's absolutely nowhere to hide. I, At the very least, my dog would have noticed him running around even if we somehow didn't see each other. I have known him for nearly 20 years, and he's not an actor or a prankster. Whatever happened, there is not a doubt in my mind he was absolutely honest. Wow. Crazy. Like, what the fuck is that? I don't know. Scary. It is. Like, where, I mean, and which is it? Had it been 45 minutes or had it been 7 minutes? Super weird. Super weird. Crazy. Crazy and he had like multiple browsers up so he had obviously Mm -hmm. sat there for a specific amount of time gotten dressed got his shoes on worked up a sweat like a you know oh my god this is crazy okay this one is i don't know weird so it was about 7 p.m yesterday and i made three turkey sandwiches and then started watching a strong man documentary on netflix I started eating my sandwiches and watching the movie. I ate one sandwich, then two, and then three. I was done eating the three sandwiches I had made. I then looked back at my plate, and there was one more sandwich. <laughs> I was a little confused, but I just figured I'd miscounted and finished the sandwich and continued to watch the movie. Then I randomly looked at my plate without thinking, and there's another sandwich. Oh, my
1: God. I'm extremely... I am to get the sandwich plate and the <laughs> wine glass together. <laughs> You never have to buy food or drink again.
0: Oh, that's right. It just fills itself. I don't know. (laughs) I'm extremely confused at this point, and after a couple of seconds, I again figure that I just somehow miscounted but feel full as if I had eaten four sandwiches, so I just threw it away. I walk back to the couch and continue watching the movie. I watch for about 30 more minutes, and then... It was like someone jerked my head to look at the plate, and there was another sandwich. (laughs) At this point, I was 100% sure that I wasn't miscounting. I get up and put the plate in the sink and throw away the sandwich. No more sandwiches appeared after that, and the rest of the day was normal. Then I woke up the next morning, drank a bottle of water, and threw it away. I started walking away, but immediately looked back in the trash, and the sandwiches were not in there. Oh, my God. I saw that I got these off of, um, I think it was Reddit or BuzzFeed, and someone commented, they were like, dude, this is, I've done this so many times when I got stoned. You make like five sandwiches, and then you forget, and then they're like, they're there, and then, you know, so, (laughs) who knows about that one? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, next one. I started working at an elementary school this year as a classroom aide. This is the first week and they've needed extra help on the playground at recess time. Thankfully, I won't be doing recess all the time because it's exhausting. Anyway, all week I've wished I had a whistle. If you work at recess, you need a whistle. Kids respond to that and can't hear you yell when it's time to go in. Unfortunately, the front desk didn't have any extras. She was very apologetic. I could have borrowed one from another teacher, but that seemed kind of gross. So I resigned myself to yelling and flapping my arms ridiculously when it was time for the kids to come in and hoping to get their attention. I put it on my list of what I would that I would buy a whistle this weekend when I go shopping. So yesterday, I was tired after work. Keeping up with the school kids is is exhausting. I lay down on the couch as soon as I got home to take a nap. For some reason, I reached between the cushions while I was laying there. As I did, I felt something metal and pulled it out. It was a whistle. (laughs) A really nice metal whistle, exactly like what I needed. I cannot explain why there was a whistle under our seat cushions. I vacuum under the cushions semi-regularly, not every time, but with some frequency. We haven't had any company over in a very long time. No one in the house is a coach or any other reason to have a whistle at any point in our lives. It spooked my spouse to the point where he'd prefer not to discuss it any further. (laughs) (laughs) And this is my last one and my nightmare. Oh, no. I ride the same bus every day unless the the driver is sick, and even then, the same people get on the substitute bus. I knew the bus driver and a few of the people who rode the bus because it's the quickest way to get to my job. But one day, I was getting on the bus to get to work, and I said hi to the bus driver, even calling him by his name. He gave me a quick, confused look and stayed silent. I walked through the bus to the back and saw that there was only one seat left, and it was next to one of my students. I said hi to him, but he also looked confused and just stared out the window. We rode to the university I work at, and I started class early to get anyone's questions about physics out of the way. So someone raised their hand and asked what my name was. I said, Mr. Yu-Yi. I think that's what it was, Yi, And she said, okay. So I covered a few more questions. And then I was on my last when the class was about to actually start. I asked the question, which was, what happened to Mrs. Meredith? I was like, who? He was like, aren't you a substitute? What happened to Mrs. Meredith? I said, Eric, I've been your physics professor for two years. He sat down confused everyone else that day also claimed they had never saw me before not even the teachers but the next day everyone knew who i was again and acted like nothing happened i was friends with the cosm- cosmology professor because i majored in astrophysics and like the same stuff he did so i told him what happened and he said he had no idea he said i didn't show up yesterday
1: whoa yeah
0: I just got chills that's again. That's weird. I know. Just a day where nobody knows who you are. And you, I mean, mm. that's freaking weird. And who is this other teacher? And yeah, that's weird. It's like a different, it's he was like in a different a dimension. a different universe. Yeah, he was like on a different timeline or something. Mm. Crazy. It's time for the Witty Wrap Up. Yay, Witty Wrap Up! I did funny animal stories. Okay, good. Aw, everyone loves animal. Yes. Okay.
1: First one, cats love to wiggle their bodies into all sorts of unfathomable places, and for one Reddit user, that meant an air duct. Um. We were in the middle of remodeling our house and went out of town for the weekend. We got back and couldn't find the cat. I realized I had left a ladder, leaned against a wall right below an air duct, and saw claw marks around the open duct. I instantly assumed I would be fishing a dead cat out of the wall and succumbed to my fail by slumping against it. Trying to figure out how to explain to my wife and three-year-old that I stupidly led our beloved cat to his doom. <laughs> About that time, he pokes his head out of the duct and meows at me, mm-hmm. wanting me to help him
0: out. <laughs> Aww. He was probably pissed. Mm-hmm. You know, that was like a mean meow. Yeah. <laughs> like, get me the fuck out of here, asshole. <laughs> Two days.
1: <laughs> you can't blame a dog for trying. No. Oh. And certainly not when they sound super cute. My significant other and I had been pulling, er, or my significant other and I had been trying to teach our dog to make less of a mess in our house, specifically to not pull toilet paper off the roll. (laughs) We weren't sure we'd been making any headway until one day we came home to find that while we'd been out, about two feet of tape. Why can't I talk? I had the same issue. (sighs) We weren't sure. We'd been making any headway until one day we came home to find that while we'd been out, about two feet of toilet paper had been unrolled, and then somehow rolled back up sloppily. What? All I can imagine is her playing with it happily, hearing us at the door, thinking, (laughs) oh crap, and trying to fix her mess. It was actually
0: pretty impressive. What? No! How? No! What? (laughs) The dog rolled it back up? Uh, Oh, my gosh. Okay, that's crazy impressive. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love it.
1: Kittens and puppies are playful. It's just in their nature, and apparently so is playing pranks on their siblings. My biggest female cat, 9 to 10 pounds, likes to sit on the side of the full bathtub inside the shower curtain. My tiniest female cat, 4 pounds, Runs from across the house, slides around the corner into the bathroom, shoves the big female into the tub through the shower curtain, and takes off like a
0: shot to the other side of the house. She never knew what hit her. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. They're just like siblings. They are.
1: My, my cat and dog, I swear, they fight. In, it's hilarious, really. It, yeah, yeah, it is. I had a dog that liked to lick the built-up ice in the freezer every time we opened the door. He got his tongue stuck regularly. Always went back for more, but that's not even the hilarious part. The first time we took him to a lake, he got so excited that he just ran in without knowing what it was. Oh, water, okay, not phased. Keeps running toward the middle. We thought he'd start to swim or at least float. Still don't understand how he didn't, but he ran along the bottom of that lake and just disappeared under the water. <laughs> My dad had to go in and
0: carry him out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stupid. Oh, poor thing. Oh, that's cute.
1: <laughs> when you have a pet and you hear a scary noise at night, you assume it's just them. Unfortunately, Reddit user Sunshine norcast missed the memo on that. One night, I watched Silence of the Lambs with a friend and sent him off, then turned out all my lights and went to bed in the dark. So I'm in bed in the dark, alone in my room, and I hear a cough. I laid in my bed, wondering what the noise was and if there was a serial killer in my room. i just about written it off as my imagination going nuts, and then I heard the cough again. Oh, no. And that was when I sat up and threw my light on, and it definitely wasn't a serial killer. It was my ball python trying to fit into her, her hide that could no longer accommodate her wider girth. The coughing was her scooting it around, trying to fit all of herself in it. Oh my gosh. A snake? Ew. Is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Ever buy your pet an expensive toy and they still choose to play with a paper bag instead? <laughs> that's what happened with Reddit user... I can't even read that. Cat. Hmm. but with tape. My cat once discovered a roll of fly tape in a kitchen cabinet not sure how he managed it, but we walked in the door to find he had effectively hog-tied himself in the middle of the floor. Oh my God. A big cat with long gray fur sticking out in giant tufts between the sticks of tacky, gooey tape. He managed to wind all over himself, crimping his tail in two places. Aww. We felt horrible for laughing, but it was such a ridiculous scene that we were still cracking up even while cutting the tape away and checking to make sure his tail wasn't broken. Aww. He was a little traumatized and temporarily looked Looked like a case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde with many random bald spots, but otherwise perfectly fine.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, I would have given it anything to see that happen. That would have been hilarious. Oh my
1: gosh, that poor thing was probably going nuts. <laughs> when I was younger, we had a chihuahua that weighed four pounds soaking wet. One day, the family was sitting in the living room watching a movie. Um, sis- my sister flung open the recliner The dog just happened to be walking past it, and the dog went flying across the room like a cannonball. It was like something out of a cartoon that I'll never forget.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. That would be another great thing to witness.
1: (laughs) Usually when a cat injures itself doing something once, it'll self-correct and never do that thing again. But that wasn't the case for Reddit user Asheritz childhood cat i had a farm cat when i was a teenager that loved to climb up and sit on the roof problem was he had the habit of rolling over for a tummy rub whenever he saw a person so it was a distressingly common occurrence to walk near the house and have him roll up right off the roof oh, no. you'd think after the first three times he'd have learned but no he lived a long life despite himself <laughs> that's crazy here's another cat who didn't learn from her mistake One day, after we had gotten seven or eight inches of snow, my cat decided to be a brave adventurer and dash out the door. She knows she absolutely hates snow, but always does this. She runs out, jumps into the snow, and disappears. I'm sitting there, letting her learn her lesson. I hear a muffled meow scream as she very, very slowly lifts her head up above the snow. Her mouth stays wide open, and she continues to stare at me doing this meow until I came to pick her up. The kitty's owner wrote that she did the same exact thing again an hour later. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, so silly. When Reddit user opkc changed her afternoon routine once, her dog was not having it. <laughs> my dog Libby rides with me to pick up my kids from school, and she knows exactly what time we leave. The kids had an after-school activity, so I needed to pick them up an hour later than usual. When we didn't leave at the normal time, she started whining at me, then barking. Then she swatted my shoes with her paw hard, so it flew through the air and hit me. She threw my shoe at me! (laughs) While some cats like to play with stuffed mice, catnip, and jingle bells, Reddit users cat likes Easter eggs. (laughs) My cat likes to play with plastic easter eggs. She picks up half in her mouth and trots around with it, yowling all the while, with the egg functioning as an amplifier. One year we got the kids these big eggs and eventually she found one and tried to play with it the same way. Sadly, for this cat, it didn't work out. When she picked it up, it flipped up over her face and covered her eyes. She panicked and started running around, clanging into the baseboard heaters and whatever else. Oh, no. It was hysterical. She finally dropped it and stood there dazed. And then she picked up the egg and did it again. And again. And again. <laughs> oh, so funny. For Spike and Charlie, even a simple walk outside can be challenging. We got two golden retriever puppies from the same litter, Spike and Charlie. As they were growing up, we got one of those leashes that allow you to walk two dogs on the same chain. Uh, cut them, cut to them getting away from me and running full speed away when they both went in, on opposite sides of a tree. Oh, no. I felt bad for them, but it was so funny <laughs> seeing them all of a sudden whip around and collide with each other.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Oh my gosh, that would be so funny though. Poor thing.
1: <laughs> Curiosity got the best of Reddit users' Max cat. He had wound up covered in paint as a result. One time I was doing a photo shoot and was covered in green body paint. My cat was watching me wash it off in the bathtub, then got too curious and too close and fell in the tub, which at that point was full of watery green paint. He flipped out, got himself completely soaked, and dyed a very brilliant green. And I had to call the vet to see how important it was for me to try to wash it off. Oh my gosh. Green cat walking around. (laughs) We all talk to our pets sometimes, but while we assume they listen, at least dogs and cats can't say anything back. That's not the case with a parakeet, though. I had a parakeet when I was growing up. My mom played the piano a lot and often made this one specific mistake in a song she frequently played, and as soon as she made the mistake, she'd go back a measure or two and correct it. The parakeet eventually learned to whistle that melody, but he would whistle it with the mistake correction she usually made. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> litter boxes aren't as intuitive as they may seem. My roommate has a cat that can't poop in the litter box. The cat just sits next to the box and poops all over the floor. <laughs> To solve the problem, my roommate got this litter box with a cat flap. Cat doesn't realize he's supposed to go inside, but instead hops onto the box and poops. The thing is, the poop scoop was on, was on the litter box, and the cat completely poops all over the handle. Still not sure if this was a stupid or brilliant pet move. Perhaps more than any other animal, cats are incredibly confident in their athletic abilities, sometimes to a fault. Exhibit A. Sherman I have a 20 pound black Persian cat named Sherman. He comes into the room and I can tell he wants to jump up onto the window sill to look outside. I'm sitting on the couch, which is against the wall and perpendicular to the window. Now he could have easily jumped up to the sill from the floor, but in his lazy little mind he decided to jump up on the couch and then the window. The only problem is I'm sitting on the couch and in his, in his line of tra- trajectory. <laughs> In his attempt to jump, o- jump over my lap, he misses his footing, manages to scratch my leg, and ends up face-planting right into the wall. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, stupid. <laughs> Most dogs would do absolutely anything to avoid the hail, but not Reddit user ChoirBoy17's pup. The first month I had my dog, Howie, we had a pretty bad hailstorm. As soon as it started, I went outside to call him in. He ran around for the entirety of the, the hailstorm trying to dodge the hail, not listening to my command to come inside. He just ran around for 10 minutes and yelped every now and again when a hailstone caught him the right way. Even after it was over, he wouldn't come inside. I didn't know whether to laugh or cry.
0: <laughs> That's all I got. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it um we want to hear your stories so email us at ghoulsnightoutpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. anything we'll take it anything uh visit our facebook page and you can request to join the facebook group you can also recommend us on facebook that would be awesome rate review subscribe wherever you listen and we'll talk to you next week later bye